Hello, this is Gurmeher from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 20th of July. A day after May 4 video of cookie women being paraded naked in Manipur went viral, Prime Minister Narendra Modi broke his silence on the escalated tensions in the state. The Prime Minister said the incident has shamed 140 crore Indians and asserted that law will act with its full might and no guilty person will be spared. Addressing reporters ahead of the Parliament's monsoon session, Modi said, and I quote, My heart is full of pain and anger, unquote. Earlier, the opposition parties had criticised Modi for his silence on the ethnic violence that has been going on in Manipur for over two months. Congress President Malikarjun Kharge had also targeted the BJP government, accusing it of promoting mobocracy instead of upholding democracy. Meanwhile, the Manipur police arrested one of the main culprits involved in the molestation of the two tribal women in Senapati district, as seen in the visuals. The Supreme Court also took Suomo to notice of the video. A bench led by Chief Justice of India D.Y. Chandrachur directed the state and central governments to take immediate action and apprise the court. The court said, and I quote, We will give a little time to the government to act, otherwise we will take action if nothing is happening on the ground, unquote. As the video of the horrific incident was circulated, protests erupted across the country. The Indian Youth Congress also staged a protest in New Delhi. Meghalaya Chief Minister Conrad Sangma condemned the incident as demeaning and the JDU criticised the centre and the BJP government in Manipur for their inability to control the ongoing violence in the state. Samajwadi Party President Akhilesh Yadav blamed the BJP's politics of vote for the situation in Manipur and alleged that the party and the RSS ideology had contributed to the unrest. AIMIM chief Asawadi Novesi called for a CBI investigation into the incident. Several politicians expressed relief that PM Modi broke his silence on the issue and Congress leader Shashi Tharoor urged him to address the matter in the parliament. Meanwhile, Mizoram Chief Minister Zoram Thanga expressed concern over the continued unrest in Manipur and called for immediate action. Manipur Chief Minister N. Biren Singh assured a thorough investigation into the incident and pledged strict action. The ongoing violence in Manipur took centre stage during the proceedings at the monsoon session of Parliament today. The opposition demanded discussions on the issue, resulting in both Lok Sabha and Rajya Sabha being adjourned for the day after resuming post-lunch. Parliamentary Affairs Minister Prahlad Joshi informed members in the lower house that the government is ready to hold discussions on the Manipur violence and the Home Minister would provide a response when the discussions take place. The Rajya Sabha witnessed uproarious scenes as the opposition demanded the suspension of business to discuss the Manipur issue. The centre agreed to a short-duration discussion, but the opposition objected, leading to further adjournment. Ahead of the session, 26 opposition parties formed an alliance titled the Indian National Developmental Inclusive Alliance or India to challenge the BJP-led National Democratic Alliance, NDA, in the 2024 Lok Sabha polls. For the monsoon session, the government has listed 31 bills for discussions, including the draft legislation on personal data protection. The session has commenced with 17 sittings scheduled over 23 days, ending on 11th of August. A landslide hit Irshalwadi village in Maharashtra's Raigarh district around 11pm on Wednesday, resulting in more than 120 people being trapped under debris. So far, about 15 have been feared dead, while over 70 have been rescued. The remote tribal village was lashed by incessant rain when the incident occurred. Maharashtra Chief Minister Eknath Chinde visited the disaster site, expressing his condolences and offering support to the affected families. Till 3.25pm, the NDRF had recovered 12 bodies from the site. The rescue operations continue even as the area's difficult topography and weather conditions impact efforts. The NDRF teams have been deployed at the site and additional teams are rushing to the location. 
the NDRF said 15 to 20 houses were buried under the debris after the landslide. Reports suggested that around 100 people may still be trapped. Over 20 injured individuals have been admitted to a hospital in Navi Mumbai for treatment. Union Minister Amit Shah spoke to Chief Minister Iknath Shinde and assured assistance in the rescue operations. The Maharashtra government announced an extra share of Rs 5 lakh for the families of the deceased. Due to heavy rainfall and the risk of further landslides, the state government has issued an advisory urging people to avoid unnecessary travels. Several districts, including Mumbai, Thane, Raigarh and Ratnagiri, have been experiencing incessant rainfall leading to waterlogging and difficult conditions. The Delhi government's plea challenging the centre's ordinance on control of administrative services in the national capital was referred to a five-judge constitution bench by the Supreme Court today. The apex court had expressed its inclination towards the step on Monday. It said that the legal aspects of the matter were not adequately addressed by the previous constitution benches that heard the case. Additionally, the court asked the Delhi government and Lieutenant Governor Vinay Kumar Saxena to select one judge for the Delhi Electricity Regulatory Commission chairperson role. Meanwhile, a Delhi court reserved its order on the bail plea of Bridge Bhushan Sharan Singh, Chief of the Wrestling Federation of India. Singh is facing accusation of sexual harassment, assault and stalking from six women wrestlers. The court had granted him two-day interim bail on Tuesday. The Delhi High Court also directed the Wrestling Federation of India to file a status report on a plea challenging the exemption given to Vinesh Fogart and Bajrang Punia for the Asian Games trials. The petition filed by wrestlers Antim Fungal and Sujit Kalka demanded a fair selection process. Nearly two days after a US soldier crossed over North Korea's heavily armed border, Washington said North Korea has not responded to its attempts to negotiate for the release of the soldier. Private Travis King crossed the demilitarized zone between North and South Korea on Tuesday. The US said it has reached out to North Korea but has received no response so far. The circumstances surrounding the soldier's crossing are unclear and there is no information about his whereabouts. The situation comes at a time of heightened tensions between North Korea and the US. The lack of precedent and the low-ranking status of the 23-year-old soldier make it difficult to predict the future. However, experts suggested that North Korea may release him due to his limited propaganda and intelligence value. Listeners, unconventional methods breed unparalleled attention. In the realm of political warfare, where aspiring politicians fiercely contend for party favours, securing a coveted spot in the limelight becomes a prize skill. Assam's Chief Minister Himanta Biswas Sarma has embraced this art with unparalleled gusto. Read my colleague Pratyusha's story, No Filter, No Problem, Himanta Biswas Sarma's journey as BJP's loudmouth leader on newslonly.com to know more. We're able to bring you our reports and analysis only because you've got a pack. Subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Our subscription starts to only rupees 900 per quarter. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. News Laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com slash subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest News Laundry experience, download our app. Watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports. Stay informed. Pay for news. Protect democracy. Save the world. Save the world.